0: Good morning everyone, it's Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, happy Wednesday. Okay, we're almost out of June, so you gotta really start hitting it. You know, that's that's six months into the year done. Toast. And I think a lot of people don't hit their goals, not because they're not good people, I just think they're full of shit. You know, a lot of people say things that they never intend to do. A lot of people and they not just for me and you, I mean to themselves. They they were going to start a business, but they never did it. Uh, They were going to, you know, finally fill out that LLC paperwork and mail it in. And they never did it. Uh, And it's not because they don't have the money. They just don't make time. You've got to make time to prioritize these types of things. Um, You just have to. And it's hard, you know, to carve up a day and, and be I'm not nearly as productive this year as I normally am you know, running my own company and working full-time and being a caregiver because the caregiver activities have, have stepped up quite a bit, uh, this year and last year. So there's not a lot of opportunities. So in some ways I am full of shit, but I'm hitting my personal goals, not so much my professional goals. Um, and maybe that was the point this year, you know, just focus on what you want to become as a person, because I still feel like I'm evolving and, um, you know it's important. It really is important. I I want to be uh successful uh in many ways. Uh so, yeah, it's just a challenge and I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I do want you to keep your integrity and your character. And if you say you're going to do something, do it. And if you can't do it, let everybody know you can't do it. You're going to miss deadlines. I mean, but missing deadlines means missing paychecks. So, don't get in the habit of doing that. Especially for my entrepreneurs out there. You, if you are a solopreneur and you're working for yourself, it's important to hit those targets, and you just have to be disciplined. Especially women, because you know I I don't hear a lot of men being like, you know, I had to go to the school or oh I had to go take my kid to the doctor. You know, usually that's the domain of the mom. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody, and uh, they were trying to encourage somebody else to run for political office, and I was like, yeah but her kids are young. And they were like, wow, I ran when my kids were young. And I was like, yeah, but she's the mom. (laughs) The mom gets the first phone call. The mom springs into action. The mom normally is the one that does everything. So yeah, young kids and thinking about a life in any kind of career is crazy. Yeah, nah, that's not going to work. So, um, yeah, and we pay a tax for that, too. It's called the pregnancy tax. When you uh, get pregnant and start having kids, you oftentimes get overlooked for promotions in your in your job. Of course, it's illegal now to fire you because you're pregnant, but uh, it's not illegal to not promote you. So your work stays stagnant unless you own the company. It's so complicated. I wish that was... I wish equality were more of a priority in this country, not just for racial, uh, not just racial equality, not just this pride. Listen, pride is great. Don't get me wrong, but I'm so sick of all these companies turning their logos into rainbows. I like I said, I haven't gotten any pride emails, but I have gotten a ton of, you know, well, not just me, but everybody who goes onto like a website I was watching i don't know what was it some channel last night, and now their logos all rainbows, and it's like i this is just advertising for you. What are you actually doing for gay pride like what are you doing for for gay people and all of their letters now there's just so many letters now I don't know them all I'm not trying to offend anybody i'm too old to be learning all these new letters for everything. Um, there's all these gay commercials. There's, I mean, it seems like the world should be like a great place. You got all these same sex couples on TV now, like in these commercials. Have you noticed that? And then also racially, you know, you got a lot of mixed race families on TV commercials and it would give you the impression that everything's just a, okay, (laughs) but it's not and i don't i know there are mixed race couples i don't have a problem with that love who you love gay people enjoy each other you know how hard it is to find somebody who gets you you know what i mean and you this person gets you understands you and you're both sexually attracted to each other enjoy that you know that's hard to find so i don't have a problem with anybody i want everybody to be able to live free of persecution even the persecutors you know, however, I don't like being pandered to. So I, I get the feeling like everybody's turning their, their, um, you know, logos into rainbows for June. But what about I feel like they might be disappointed because Black History Month, they haven't exactly like put up chains or anything like they can't come up with a cool black, black history logo, I guess. So they just send out a ton of emails. We love black people. <laughs> it's so strange. I just really hate this time. Um because it's so politically correct, but yet like in theory, but not in practice. Cause nothing is equal. You know what I mean? Like nothing for black people is equal. And uh you know. I just don't get it. And I know it's a complex issue. And I know even as I speak about it, it's complex and complicated. And there's not a lot of simple answers. I just, I don't know. (laughs) We're not going to unravel it today on this podcast. I know that but I just I'm tired of pandering. You know, it's like, do you really care? Are you just putting up these logos? Do you really care about black people? Or is it just another marketing opportunity to send out emails to say you care about black people? And oh, by the way, we have a sale on towels. You know, it's kind of disgusting. And I guess that's what you get when you get a capitalistic society, because you got to hustle. You always got to make money. But it's it's I don't know. It's gross. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that's just tacky to me. So anyway, I just (sighs) some of these commercials and I usually try to avoid looking at them. But I'm into the ill subliminal. Like, what's going on subliminally? What are y'all? What messages are you trying to send me? Because you do realize, in in the beginning, television was designed, and I think it's still true. Um, television shows were created because people realized they couldn't just show you commercials, right? So they said, "Oh, well, we need something that will fill up the time, so we can show commercials, and those commercials will." will monetize you know our television networks and that's pretty much how you got soap operas um they were just designed to sell laundry detergent to housewives yeah and so the whole idea behind cable tv 30 40 years later was great if you get people to pay for tv then they won't um have, we won't have to run ads, but then somebody realized, oh, they're going to, they're paying for TV service and we'll just keep the ads in and make more money. So TV really can be poison because it's really just designed to sell you things. And you don't realize it unless you have a little kid or a a person with dementia watching TV because they want to buy everything. (laughs) Everything's for them. It's just the smartest thing they've ever seen, and they want it. So this has been a real journey. I also have to admit that people have been uh, asking me more than anything, how am I doing? What am I doing for self-care? Well, I'm a self-soother from way back. So I carve out time for myself all the time. Like I I let you guys know I meditate. uh, I pray. I try to go for walks. I try to just get time to myself. I go to dinner with my friends. Um, I listen to music. Uh, Music is everything, always has been. And, um, you know, I work. I work on my company, which doesn't sound like uh, self care to some people, but it's going to assure my retirement. (laughs) So it brings me great joy. And I like to create art and I like to help other people create art. And so that's that works for me. You know, uh, I have a lot of things, a lot of responsibilities and things are going really, really well. This is just a hiccup. And um, again, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Please, if you have senior parents, start making a plan. Um, If they're in their 60s, definitely start making a plan because your life and their life, uh, your life and their lives will look a lot different in 10 years. And you need a plan. And if I had thought about it, I would have made a plan. But I didn't. Uh, because it's just, you know, some people don't want to talk about things. And it gets difficult. But do it anyway. I promise you. <laughs> do it anyway. So anyway, yeah, don't worry about me. I'm good. Uh, I, I actually feel better than I've ever felt. Physically, mentally, spiritually. Uh, every way you can. You know, I I like I, I don't know if the old new listeners might not know this, but 10 years ago, like 10 years ago now, (laughs) I was headed towards a hospital. I was not well. I did not feel well. I had some high blood pressure that was out of control. It had started to shut my system down, down. I was not in good health. And I've probably had the most spectacular and amazing 10 years that I've ever had in my whole life. Um, I have uh, not only like recovered, which the doctor is like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> you know, some of these traditional doctors, they really aren't, they just want you to be sick. They're not prepared for you to be healthy. Um, and I recognize I walked in there in pretty bad shape, but for him to just be like, oh my God, like I'm still that person. That's like, I know I'm not that sick because I don't feel that sick. And, uh, everything has just been going, better, and the numbers are going in the directions they should be going, and I feel good, and you know, so anyway, uh, it's hard to uh, get me down, basically. I almost died. My heart was not in good shape, and when you've got doctors staring at you, uh, I'll share this quickly. I remember I went in the hospital, and I think the second day I had an echocardiogram, and I was so sick they didn't even want me walking around. Like they just thought that would spark a cardiac event. So I got my first echocardiogram in my hospital bed. And I remember this doctor's name. I think it was Kim, because I know a million Kim's. And she was so friendly and chatty. We were just chatting, chatting, chatting. Man, she fit, she started the test and she put her that, that probe thing, you know and she immediately stopped being friendly and chatty and she was like there is something wrong with your heart and she was her tone was so concerning i was like oh shit you know (laughs) she just sort of like packed her shit up because a real echocardiogram lasts for you know like an hour it can this was like chit-chatting getting ready she did that for like two minutes and she was like oh yeah there's something wrong with your heart uh And she said it in a tone that made me be like, oh, okay, you know, so I've come a long way, basically. And I've recovered from all of that. And, you know, like I said, this is just a season and uh, solutions are here. I'm excited and I look forward to uh, putting together bigger, better art projects for you guys. Um, And yeah, (laughs) I know it sounds like I just bashed TV. But I have a show for TV that's going to blow your minds because it's blowing mine. And, uh, yeah, I'll take your money. <laughs> but I also want to entertain you. <laughs> I don't want to put on, like, a CBS serial, you know, wrote by the numbers uh, procedural. That's not what I do. But, yeah, I got something for you. And I'm excited. I'm excited to share it. Uh, and I'm uh, working on some new projects with the with the audio Uh, production team that I have, the music production team. So, you know, slow, but, but surely slowly, but surely we're making moves despite the pandemic, despite dementia, despite whatever's going on with me. I have my health and, uh, you know, I'm just ferociously dedicated to having the career I feel like I was born to have. So, uh, you can't stop me now. (laughs) I defy death to be here. You know, I'm going to be all right. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, Please be well. Please be safe and absolutely be your best. Thank you for listening.